0: Welcome back to another episode of Badass
1: Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, Jenny Bellinger, your direct sales dom, helping you whip your business into shape. And today I have with me somebody who has become a very good business friend of mine. I've known Bob for, oh my gosh, probably six or seven years now, right, Bob?
2: <laughs> um, Almost a decade.
1: Has it been that long? Oh my gosh. So BI
2: I- BI Leaders Council, when they were still meeting over at Ravenelli's when there was a Ravenelli's in Collinsville
1: that yo yeah that's been a bit okay yeah so i've known bob madewell <laughs> apparently for a decade now i knew it was at least six years yeah um, no you're good it, so we've known each other for a while and you know my audience my the badass crew is the name that they go by they are not shocked to hear b and i come out of your mouth because they know that a, a good portion of my guests i've met because of b and i whether they're a member or not or a former member or a current member or Actually, someone I sponsored in Australia. <laughs> my gosh, you know,
2: down under, so,
1: uh, down under. <laughs> so, but,
2: but oh, I'm not going to do any accents. You no. you have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not my forte. That's the
1: extent I, I, I'm telling you now. That is the first time my audience has ever heard me do an accent, I think. <laughs> so, um, but Bob Madewell is currently with EXP Realty. Is that correct? Correct. Right. Yes, and you've been you've been in the real estate world for quite a while, and in a couple of different capacities, mm-hmm. a couple of different businesses. And when I was, when you and I were at a, a BNI event recently, I mentioned that I was starting this six figure success series for Correct. people who are in direct sales. And you were like, "I'm doing six figures," and I said, "Let's get you on the show, then. Let's have a conversation." Right. So. The nice thing is that I know that we all start in business at zero. And some Absolutely. people get to six figures, some people get to seven figures. But let's start with how did you get into business? Like, how did you get from, like, graduating high school to here? And we don't need the whole story, but the in a nutshell version, because I want people to know a little bit about your background here.
2: Oh, wow. So um, after high school, I went into the Navy. I was in the Navy for six years as an ET, which is an electronics technician. That gave me my basis in wiring and electrical. When I got out of the Navy, the world was kind of crazy. It was right after, it was right before 9 11. And then 9 11 happened. I almost re enlisted, but didn't. I worked several different jobs until I ended up at Charter Communications, uh, which is okay. here is now called Spectrum. And during that time, I was the bulk of that, I was just a technician. So I learned a lot about just houses and how they're built and how to get wire from one part of the house, to the other part of the house. But then later in my career at Charter, I got into the commercial side, became a network engineer because they realized my skills with networking and was in business accounts. And that's how I got into sales. So personal note, I had colon cancer, uh, found out I had colon cancer when I was 32 and I had to pay for those bills because at that age, uh, they weren't big about getting a colonoscopy until you were 40. So like I had to pay for my own colonoscopy because my insurance didn't want to cover it because it wasn't necessary. So I I had a bunch of bills to pay and found out about a program through charter where you would refer business and you only got 50 bucks per line. And if you know anything about cable, it's either phone, internet, or TV. And most businesses don't get TV. So at the most, I would sell somebody a phone line and and an internet connection and got a hundred dollars for the whole deal, but $50 a pop. And in that year, I referred about $10,000 worth of business, which doesn't seem like a lot, but at 50 bucks a pop, it was, it was a big deal. It put me on the sales team radar, and I was the first technician to get to go on what they called a platinum circle trip for their top salespeople, and I was the first technician I went. And during that time, they were like, hey, this is how much you referred. This is what you would have made if you would have actually did the sales yourself. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a lot of money. And they asked me if I was interested. So for my last four years of charter, I did sales to commercial businesses for phone and internet. I became number one in Illinois, number 10 in, uh, in, in the St. Louis market, and top 20 in the overall national uh, United States level, and went to Platinum Circle four more times during that time. So found out I was really good at selling stuff. And then they changed their name to Spectrum. Said, okay, we're we're going to gut your department, and I didn't know what to do. So I talked to one of my good friends, uh, Wendy Simer, who you know, yeah, and was like, "What what can I do?" Because she's the one that got me into BNI when I became a salesperson, and in turn met you and other people. Which again, I can't say enough good things about BNI. If you're starting out, especially get into BNI because you don't know anybody, you will know some people. Yeah, within your first year, you'll know a lot of people. Great for exposure. So I talked to Wendy and Wendy was like, you know, why don't you do what you're good at and do inspections because you know, houses, something with real estate, you know, when maybe get your license. And so I took all these little options she gave me about real estate and decided to become a home inspector and own my own business for six years. Uh, Grew that company from just myself to two employees, two inspectors, and an office lady. And then two years ago, uh, had the unfortunate event of getting attacked in a vacant house yeah. by two guys who were uh, stealing the copper out of it. So it was vacant. They busted into a back window. I obviously did not know they were there. I went in to go do my thing and they jumped me and almost almost killed me. Um, I thought about like stopping, uh, just trying to be an entrepreneur and going back to the safe world of of being in an office and working for somebody else and and again, talked to some friends, talked to some BNI members, and they were like, "Why don't you just go ahead and get your license, and become a real estate agent?" And so I did that two years ago. Mm. And so here I am, two years later. I started with Century Twenty One, and Tina and Jerry Besterman own the Century Twenty One in Granite City, Illinois, and they're amazing. And if you're a new agent and you don't want to work with somebody like me who is more than willing to train you, and you want more of a structured environment, I guess you would say, I highly recommend going to her. Tina is great at training. She did a really good job with me. Um, the only reason I left to go to EXP is as a real estate agent, you have two options to make more money. Uh, one, sell more houses, which mm-hmm. I would love to do and I try to do every day, or two, uh, switch to a different company that has a better commission structure, better cap. Now, yeah. mind you, for her being a brick and mortar, great commission structure, she's actually one of the lowest caps brick and mortar wise, but she can't really compete with somebody like EXP who's online. There's no offices. And for me, I feel personally, just as personal, that I don't really need the the logo. I don't need EXP other than someplace to hang my license. I didn't need Century Twenty One because I sell myself. People mm. don't think, you know, like, uh, people don't think of me as, hey, that's Bob the Remax guy or Bob the Century Twenty One guy or Bob the EXP guy. They're like, that's Bob madewell He's a real estate agent. And yeah. me and my wife did a, a little—I uh, wouldn't say experiment, but I can't think of another word right now, top of my head. But we did a little uh test poll. We called all my past clients and said, Hey, you know, Bob's just wanting to get some Google reviews and want to know if you'd be willing to help. And one of the questions she would ask is, Do you remember what company he works for? And most of them would be like, No, nah, I have no idea. But he used to be a home inspector. <laughs> <laughs> but they remembered that, which is good. Mm-hmm. And so we found that it wasn't the the logo on my polo that mattered. It was me being Bob. And now I can wear shirts and say, hey, my name's Bob and I spell it backwards.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and If you guys like because you're listening, right, I I don't do a video podcast yet. Maybe someday I will. But right now I don't. He actually wears a bright orange T-shirt that says, my name is Bob, and it's lowercase B, O, and then capital B, because his name is spelled backwards. And it's a great branding thing. I mean, coming from the the branding peaks, because I know when you were in in Madewell Home Inspections, when you built that Mm -hmm. business, the color was orange. Mm-hmm. It, was ma- it was made well, right? Mm-hmm. So it was such a great name for that, by the way. And now the Bob spelled backwards. It started around that time. Like, I remember you starting to say that or promoting it.
2: Oh, no, that came from B&I. I started promoting it that time, but it came from B&I, actually. So my first B&I chapter had Bob Reynolds, Bob Stewart, Bob from Turf Gator. There was another Bob, <laughs> and I can't remember. So there were like four Bobs when I joined this chapter with Wendy Wendy was the secretary at that time, and she did become the president for Bobs. So when I walked in, they were like, we're going to call you little Bob, or we're going to call you young Bob or whatever. I'm like, no, 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 I'm Bob. Like it says it on my license, Bob, you guys are all Robert. So you guys are all fake Bobs. And (laughs) they were adamant about it. They were like, what's up, little Bob? Or what's up, you know, uh, VOB, like all these little things. And I was like, you know what? If you're going to call me that, I'm going to be the one that spells it backwards. And it just stuck from there. Uh, So now I'm the Bob that spells it backwards.
1: See, and this is part of why you and I get along so well because growing up until I was in ninth grade, I was Jenny with a Y. Yeah. Right. Well, I hit ninth grade and there were, and I started in Color Guard. There were 18 girls in Color Guard. Five of us were some version of Jennifer, Jenny, Mm -hmm. Jen, something like that. Right. And so. We all wanted to get our names on parade shirts, but we wanted people to be able to like tell who we were because we were all basically, for the most part, same size, same age, you know, whatever. So from behind, we were all going to look basically the same if we all sat, had J-E-N-N-Y on our shirts. And so, none
2: of you could be Jenny from the block.
1: Well, no, because that was not a thing back then yet. Oh, yeah, that's showing right. She my hadn't age. done that yet. Yeah, no, <laughs> she hadn't right. done that yet. J-Lo was not a thing. So because this was 92 and mm-hmm. 91, 92 uh, time period. And so that's when I switched to Jenny with an I E because we all picked a different spelling. So somebody went by Jennifer, somebody took the J E N and Y, somebody went J E N I, I went J E N and I E. I was like, I love that spelling. I've always thought it was awesome. This is a great time to change it, and I have just been Jenny with an I E since 1991. Right? There you go. And so I, it was because I wanted to be different. I wanted to. I didn't want the Jenny with a Y anymore. I wanted to be different. Oh, like, yeah. That's what it was. I wanted to stand out. And I think that's really I think that's part of what makes you and I like because you have the bright orange. My thing is purple, the which purple. purple and orange are great. I mean, hello. They they're, are. they're Halloween awesome. colors. But, you uh-huh.
2: know. <laughs> so, well, the anyway. orange is an interesting story, too. Yeah. So uh, as a home inspector, I went to my first association meeting. So they have the, the Association of Home Inspectors, ASHI, um, American Society of Home Inspectors. So I went to my first ASHI meeting and everybody was wearing blue and gray everybody in the room was wearing blue and gray. And I decided at that time, I'm like, I am not going to be a guy that wears blue or gray ever. <laughs> so I decided on orange because also I take pictures of houses mm-hmm. and I'm standing in the street trying to get a really good photo. and I don't want to get hit by a car. And last but not least, the most important thing is, and I, and she didn't mention that, Jenny didn't mention this, but I also wear a vest. So it's an orange shirt and usually a vest. When it's hotter, I don't wear the vest, but the vest has a lot of pockets. So it had, it had usefulness, but if you have an orange shirt and a vest on, you can pretty much walk around anywhere and no one will question you. So I'm going <laughs> through all these backyards and no one's like bothering me. Like, what are you doing here? Because they just think I'm some construction worker. So it worked out really well.
1: Yeah. They think you're supposed to be there doing some yep. sort of city inspections or something like mm-hmm. that. Right. It's that is pretty awesome. I, I love that. But it really does make you stand out. And, and I think that's a really important thing for the the badass crew, the listener to pay attention to. Because absolutely. One of the things I've said time and again in the world of direct sales and network marketing, your competitor is not the other companies or the other people who sell other products. Your true competitor are other people who sell the same thing you do. Because in many cases, people know one, two or three essential oil ladies. They know one, two or three Mary Kay ladies. They know two or three pampered chef reps. They know, you know what I mean? So it's, what makes you stand out? Why should they do, dip, do business with you with whatever company you're with, as opposed to somebody else?
2: Well, it's the same way with real estate agents, you know there's, exactly. There's tons of them. I'm sure everybody that's listening can name a, a sister or an aunt or a cousin or a brother. Somebody's in real estate. I already have something built in. I'm the only real estate agent that was a home inspector. You know, most real estate agents are female. Uh, they're also teachers. And they're usually middle aged so they're they're a good thirty five to fifty five in age. That's like the bread and butter of them. So I have a lot of things different just built in. Like I'm a guy. I uh, used to be a home inspector, but then I don't feel it's necessary to be super dressed up. Like if I have to, like if I'm going to show a million dollar house, I might put on a polo. But I'm very much a jeans and t shirt kind of guy. So I always say things like that. Like I used to crawl around in crawl spaces. So if you see me show up to the listing appointment and jeans and a t-shirt because i'm ready to get down and dirty in your house if i have to like i will i will look in the cubby holes which most real estate agents will not do so um and i'm also a grown man who dances on the internet we haven't we haven't touched on that (laughs)
1: well i was just going to go in that direction because of all right because in all the things that help people stand apart right i can tell you i can i know one business person one one dances on the internet on a regular basis right and it's you it's you you do the baba louie which Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think is hilarious you even have a name for the dance right how did the baba louie get started and what has what has that type of branding and and uniqueness done for you in your business
2: so when i got out of the navy i wanted to use my gi bill to get an education obviously And I went to Lewis and Clark Community College to do communications, and their communications program is tied in with the radio broadcasting program. And so everyone's always told me that I have a face for radio and a voice for radio, as you can probably tell. So while I was on the radio, I was told that I had to have a nickname. And I'm like, my name's Bob. I've never had a nickname. Like, Bobs don't get nicknames. So one of the kids, they were like, we'll just start calling you the big bad Baba Louie. So that's where Baba Louie came from. So I was on the radio. I started this little program called The Top 9 at Noon. So, hey, everybody, it's College Radio's Best 89.9. This is the big, bad Baba Louie playing whatever song I'm playing. You know, here's Nirvana (laughs) on College Radio's Best 89.9. So, big, bad Baba Louie. And then I am a big fan of video. Like, I know that I'm a chunky monkey. You can't see me, but just know I'm a chunky monkey. I get it. And I'm not afraid of what I look like. That's the one thing you need to get over. You look like what you look like. Everybody is going to see you. Everybody does see you. They know what you look like. So don't be bothered by it because you may see, you may not see yourself all the time, but I think a lot of people, they see themselves on video and they're like, ah, hey, that's what you look like all the time. So get over that. that yeah. That's a big, big fear. So I do a lot of video and I did a bunch of commercials as a home inspector. And one of them was my referral commercial. Like uh, the punchline of the commercial was, you know, we really appreciate your referrals. And every time you give us a referral, somebody does a little happy dance. And I pull the microphone close. and I'm like, it's me. I do the happy dance. And then I did, I did this little dance while my logo was above my head. So the editor put in a whole bunch of me, like there's like four or five little bobs at the bottom of the screen with my logo and number above them while I'm doing my little, my little Baba Louie. And a kid from my church took that, one of those little Baba Louies, one of those little bobs, and made it into a meme on TikTok before I even knew what TikTok was. So I'm sitting there at a restaurant in Granite I'll, can I shamelessly plug Uncle Lenny's do it do it you're in Granite City or actually Pontoon Beach uh, eat Uncle Lenny's it's delicious I highly recommend it but I'm sitting there and the owner comes over he's like hey Bob when you gotta dance here and I'm like what are you talking about he goes this and he shows me his phone and it's me dancing I'm like where did you get that like I didn't even know it was a thing he goes my daughter saw it on TikTok said hey isn't this guy that comes to your restaurant all the time because you know I wear the orange so she knew who I was right and how uh, he's like when you get to dance? So I I was like, you know, we're eating, me and my wife were eating uh, breakfast. I was like, we're eating breakfast, Lindy. And he goes, I'll pay for breakfast. I'm like, free food. Chunky monkey's jumping up and dancing. So <laughs> I got up and danced and he did, He, he I, I didn't really expect him to, but he did. He paid for the breakfast. And, and then um, it was a couple weeks later that I was at the other restaurant in town, which is actually in Granite City, Apple Tree. And the owner comes over and She's Eastern European, but she sounds very Russian. So I'm going to do an accent for you. She's okay. just like, oh, Bob, why you no do dance here? You do dance at Lindy's, but you no do dance here. And I was like, Linda, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll dance. I'll dance. So I dance for her. And then next you know, I'm getting calls from people like, hey, why haven't you danced in our business? I'm like, well, I didn't know I had. I like this didn't this didn't become a thing. Like, now it is. <laughs> so yeah, I've done well over 300, 400 TikTok videos of me dancing not only in front of the houses that I buy or sell or at that time the houses that I inspected but other businesses because I like to tell about others I know it's a shameless plug for myself but I'll dance in front of Uncle Lenny Uncle Lenny's or Apple Tree and you know put that out there like hey right. uh, dance dance the bobaloo everywhere I go try you know Uncle Lenny's try Apple Tree and give them a little bit of free free promotion so I like to give as well as receive, which right. you know is our whole philosophy, reciprocity.
1: Absolutely, B and I givers game, baby, right? Always. Well, and and I think too, it's also a really smart thing because it's it's this is what in the in the marketing world is now called co branding, right? Mm-hmm. So you're co branding. Uncle Lenny saw that you are have have become at least locally famous, right? And they're well, like, well, he put my
2: picture up on the wall at his restaurant. Do so right. you go to Uncle Lenny's and you go to the <laughs> left and look in the corner. There's a picture of me on, on the wall.
1: Nice. And so he did the smart thing and he co-branded with you, right? Mm-hmm. And then it became a thing because now the other restaurant owners are like, well, I, if you're dancing for them, why don't you dance for Well, I'll dance for you too, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's co-branding is a thing, right? So I think it's 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 a cool thing. Now, how has the dancing, how have you seen that positively impact your business
2: when i get calls from from clients they're like hey are you the dancing realtor i saw your video on tiktok or facebook or where uh, i even sometimes put them on linkedin i don't i don't always put them on linkedin because i i'm i don't know if you've talked about how you should present yourself on each media right um but Uh you know facebook's more fun linkedin's more your resume but i do every once in a while put one on linkedin so people know that that's something that i do Uh, i just don't post them there all the time but they'll tell me that they saw it here, there, or wherever, or they heard somebody talk about it. So I have gotten feedback like that. And then I've been asked by everybody, like, so if you list my house, you are going to dance in front of it, right? That's like <laughs> a question at the <laughs> listing appointment.
1: I love it. So then people are actually you're you're known before they call you, right? Because they've they've done their research at least a little bit, saw that you were the dancing realtor, went and looked mm-hmm. at some of your other videos, and then gave you a call. So it that has worked out really well for you Mm -hmm. um so sounds to me like the the branding piece the standing out is what really helped you get from zero to your first six figures
2: it did being bob made well the brand so wearing the orange all the time so everybody knows when i walk into a room people know that i walked into a room i don't have to wear a name tag that's that's important I drive around in a little orange Fiat, which I call my little orange pumpkin. So I get pictures <laughs> of myself and my car sent to me on a daily basis. Like, Hey, I saw you driving here. And it's a picture of me in my car um, because people see it and they immediately like, there's Bob. Um, so being recognized. Um, but I also did a little old school advertising. So I got really lucky and I'll even plug another real estate agent. Chad Doyle is a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Um, Judy's and B&I, yeah. or his his mom. And so Chad and me are friends. and. He does a bench over at Schnooks in Collinsville, and another one became available, I want to say in Wood River, and Chad was like, I don't do that. Oh, no, it was in Granite City. Chad goes, I don't do that. Uh, I, I don't really work that much in that area, and I'm not really looking to have more benches. Give my friend Bob a call, because he's a Granite City guy. So his bench guy called me, and I, I went ahead and did it. So I got a bench in Granite City, I got a bench in... Wood River, I got a bench in, Alton. So I have some benches. I'm trying to get more, but uh, that was because billboards are expensive. I don't know if you know that, Jenny, but billboards are expensive. <laughs> I,
1: would, I would believe that, yes.
2: Benches are not as expensive and people see them. If you have them in a place like like a, a, uh, a shopping center, like you know Schnooks, which is what it's in front of, you get a lot of people that see that bench. So yeah. people getting your face out there, um, we say this all the time, visibility, credibility, profitability. If you're visible, yeah. people need to see you. To know what you do. And so I can't do, you know, billboards. I don't have that kind of money yet. I'm working on it, Mm -hmm. Um, but I can do a bench. So people see me, they see my brand, they see my, you know, my, when I go to Walmart, I'm in my, my orange shirt. And just so you all know, I have a ton of orange shirts. A lot of people are like, you just wear the same shirt all the time. No, 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 no. I got this one that I'm wearing now that says, you know, my name is Bob and I sell real estate. And then I got another one that says, my name is Bob. Yes, I spell it backwards. I got another one that says, We'll give free advice for uh, free real estate advice for tacos. Um we have a friend, <laughs> um, uh Jeremy. What's Jeremy's business name? Help me out.
1: Oh, Jeremy Big Colton. Frog. Yeah, Big Jeremy frog. Colton. Mm-hmm.
2: So he does he does shirts. So I have him print me up shirts. I come up with ideas, I have him printed up on the on the orange shirt. He's got a whole file folder of stuff that I've given him. And so yes, I I I have a whole closet full of orange shirts.
1: That's awesome. Well but you it- gotta
2: do it consistently.
1: Yeah, exactly. Consistency is key. Yeah, it's the consistency, it's the persistence with things because well, I mean, you you got it good, right? You became internet famous without trying, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that was my intention.
1: Right. You you just made a cute little commercial so your your referral friends, you know, knew how to do it cuz I remember when you made that commercial and put it out on Facebook. I was like, "Oh, that's adorable. That's so cool." It was great. And I, I think that, that really did help you stand out because, you know, one thing I've said for a long time, especially when it comes to um, networking, you know, whether you're going to a chamber meeting or wherever, right? There's always tons of realtors there, right? Mm-hmm. There's lots of realtors. But here's the thing. Everybody knows Bob. <laughs> everybody knows Bob, right? At least here's the same. Saint- do not hide in, in the St. Louis area. Everybody knows Bob and that, that standing out. What makes you different is what really helps put that out there. I should, I should actually introduce you to, Oh my gosh. I didn't can't believe I didn't think of this because her brand colors are orange. Kay Miller, a previous okay. guest on my podcast she and her husband, uh, she wrote a book called um uncopyable sales secrets because she's known as the um uh, muffler mama, and uh because she became the top salesperson at for a muffler manufacturer. <laughs> so there you go. and she was the only female and she was the top sa- salesperson because she stood out, right? Oh yeah. Um, and she and her husband are writing a book right now, and they've already interviewed me to be featured in the book about standing out doing things differently. I should send her your name and you should have a conversation with her because I'd love to, you guys have the orange in common and you've really done quite a few things to help really make you stand out in your field. So that's really what I hope the, the listener takes away from this is, is that they really go, okay, what does make me different? What am I willing to do to stand out? Because that's the only way that you get to where people know who you are and what you do.
2: One of my, one of my professors in college, uh, asked me, um, what did I think becoming famous would look like? Right. Because I told him, I said, I want to know how to be locally famous. And he goes, well, what does that look like? And, you know, I said at first I was like Ronald McDonald and they're like, well, they're national, but that's a good start. And he goes, if you want to be locally famous and what it looks like is look at the dirt cheap chicken and Becky queen of carpet. And Uh if you're a St. Louis person. Uh, of some of some substance like if you've been here for at least i would say the last you're 30 30 here, 40 30, years
1: mm-hmm. 30
2: if you're 30 like maybe the 20 something year olds might re- not remember becky but if you're 30 i'm yeah. sure late 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 20s you know becky queen of carpet because she was on tv until what 2000 right
1: yeah something like that yeah i like
2: that anyway she just passed away a few months ago by the way rest in peace yeah. becky mm-hmm. but uh he said that so i put on my business plan to be as famous as becky queen of Carpet. And so to do that, I remade the Becky Queen of Carpet commercial. There's commercials out there of me dancing or uh, flying on a on a a carpet, you know, with a green screen, obviously, um, (laughs) and then dancing on that carpet. But that's it right there. Like, and so just to set expectation, when you guys look up these videos of me dancing, I don't dance well. Like it's not it's not like a beautiful thing. It's it's (laughs) it's dancing with competence. I'm very I'm very confident in what I do. And that's what makes it fun because I think that's the other if you want a, a, a secret from Bob, do what's within you. And what I mean by that is, Jenny, I love you to death, but you would not be able to pull off the dancing video because no. it's not your thing. No, you know, you exactly. can pull off the purple hair. I I would never be able to pull off orange hair. As much as I love the orange, you'll never <laughs> see me run around with a head full of orange hair as Jenny runs around with a with a head full of, of purple hair. She can pull that off and I can't. So do what's inside of you. If it is not original. If it is not genuine, it will come across as being ingenuine. It mm-hmm. will come across as being fake. And that's something that you cannot do. It has to be something inside of you. So if you love Legos or if you love, you know, clay or whatever it is you love, you can find a way that you incorporate if You love purple, orange, you love a certain color, incorporate that into what you do. And that is the, that is the secret sauce right there. It's got to be genuine. It's got to come from the heart. So yeah. do I dance well? Will I ever be on Dancing with the Stars? Heck no, never was going to happen. But <laughs> but I dance with confidence of like an eight year old in a Batman T shirt.
1: Yes, exactly, and it's fun, right? It and that's, absolutely that's what I think draws the audience in is they see you having fun and mm-hmm. you're just you're just doing the thing, right? You're just
0: mm-hmm.
1: just doing the thing. It's it's great, right? So so Bob. After all of this, right, going yes. going through this conversation, if the badass crew wants to reach out to you to talk a little bit more about whatever, branding ideas or just to thank you for this brilliant idea of help me stand out in the world of people mm-hmm. who also sell the same thing I do, right? How would you like them to reach out to you?
2: The phone is the best thing. It's, it's a great invention. Call or text me. My number is 618-781-3325.
1: Yes. And this is Country code United States number one. So yes, yes. Um, he's. Yeah, I'm assuming you're not on WhatsApp or whatever. So international people just find him on the internet. It's all fine. But if you're in the United States and you want to text Bob and just say thank you, you heard him on the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Show. Shoot him a quick text. The number is in the show notes, so you can just click it, send him a message, or give him a call and say hey, thanks. Or and or if you have a question, ask him a question. Or Well, if you know someone in St. Louis who needs to buy a house or sell a house, why not talk to Bob? Who knows more about a home than Bob? (laughs) That's one of my taglines.
2: Who knows more about a home than Bob?
1: I love it. So, Bob, thank you so much for being here and sharing this brilliance with my audience. I am so, so grateful to you.
2: No, thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. And Badass Crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another Badass
0: episode on its way.